This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Have such sights to show you. Boils and goons, lock your doors and strap yourselves in. From Los Angeles, California, Bloody Disgusting presents the Boo Crew Podcast. Horror news, commentary, reviews, interviews, and more. With your hosts, Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. What is up? It is Trevor, and on behalf of myself, Lauren, and Leo, welcome home to your Boo Crew. With time of release continuing, our trick or treat with the Boo Crew Mary. Marathon of Halloween fun for 2022 if you're listening to this way off in the future. New episodes in addition to our regular Tuesday release sporadically leading up to the big night this year. Some really fun shows on the way still. We are so excited about including our first ever complete feature commentary episode with the director and costume designer of one of our all-time faves. We're just going to say that for now. On episode 358, however, Lil Pumpkin, Deep Cuts, and Norman Crates from Lovecraft make their triumphant return. It is a collective who, by day, write and produce Grammy-winning hits for the world's biggest artists, and by night, are Halloween and horror-obsessed fans who funnel their passion through the most original spooky bops ever created. You've heard their music on everything from Hocus Pocus 2 and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina to Freeform's 31 Nights of Halloween campaign. Join us for this convo about their brand new fourth release, Scream Warriors, the most terrifying album ever made. It's a collaboration with master composer Christopher Young. You know him, Drag Me to Hell, Hellraiser 2, Sinister, the list goes on. It's designed to be a full audio haunted house journey. Explore the fascinating process in bringing this to life along with Chris. We talk horror movies, haunts, and so much more. Joining Bloody Disgusting's Boo Crew via the Speakeasy Studio is a mysterious collective of truly rabid horror fans. By day, they are responsible for writing and producing some of the most beloved music in history. Quite literally, your favorite songs from Beyonce, Katy Perry, Britney Spears, Rihanna, Mark Ronson, Dua Lipa, just to name a few. Among their acclaimed multiple Grammy nominations, wins, and top-charting singles across the group of them. In 2019, bonded by their mutual obsession with horror, haunted attractions, Halloween, and all things spooky, they teamed up to release their acclaimed debut, This is Halloween 1, which quickly became a classic. A startling alchemy of ghoulish fun, terror, and pumpkin spice dance floor anthems for an all-new generation. Then something wonderful happened. They started to find themselves wrapped inside the culture of the Halloween season and the horror genre itself. They crafted what became the viral hit for Kiernan Shipka and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Season 3. They were asked to create the theme song for Freeform's world-famous 31 Nights of Halloween, shot their first music video alongside Spirit 
at Halloween, got their own radio show on Sirius XM. There's been collaborations with genre icons, Bruce Campbell, John Kassir, and more. On the heels of recent singles, Pumpkin Spice Everything and It Must Be Halloween, they have just released their fourth album, Scream Warriors, the most terrifying album ever made. And that's not a word of a lie because it is a collaboration with the master composer who has continued to sculpt the very sound of horror for over four decades and over 130 film and TV projects. The themes and memories that are pure cinema history and Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser, Flowers in the Attic, the films of Sam Raimi from The Gift to Spider-Man and Drag Me to Hell, The Fly, The Grudge, Sinister, and countless others, Christopher Young. We are honored to welcome returning guests and friends, Lil Pumpkin, Deep Cuts, and Norman Crates from Lovecraft. It's Halloween party now. That's right. That's right. Officially. Happy Halloween, everybody. Killer and welcome back. Literally say. Hey, you well deserved, you guys. You guys have been freaking busy. Busy. First of all, just quickly, have you guys done any haunts this year so far? Yes. What? What 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 what's been your favorite? I mean, we always do HHN, which was great. We had an awesome time at Hollywood Horror Nights. Still have this not year. done it yet this year. Yes, we. It was good. We felt like it was a, re- a return to to like something that we loved. Sure, like fun. Yeah, you know. Um, I think coming out of the pandemic last year was a little like a weird year. But mm-hmm. This year was like, oh, okay, back in full. Yeah, 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 yeah. The this weekends cool. maze was awesome. Yeah, I want the right maze. Here, the weekends maze. Gotta be honest. I wanted to hate it. I wanted to hate it so bad, and I really liked it. It was really the tie-in to me doesn't uh, like. Am I? I'm, I'm yeah. not a huge fan of the weekend. What's the tie-in there? Know, Does he have an album that's horror centric? Or yeah, the whole like plastic surgery, like plastic surgery gone wrong kind of thing. Have been horror themed. And his visuals. Yeah, he's been doing makeup like he, car. He was in a car accident, or he got beat up. He okay. had a bloody face, and he, he was. Has, it's been this evolving sort of thing where character he had was slightly messed up, and then you know the maze takes it all the way where he transforms into something else. I don't want a spoiler if you're going to go check it out, but uh, you know he's kind of been visually in the horror genre for a while. Interesting. So they nailed the maze. They nailed, nailed the it. Really good. Nailed wow. What is it? What was it about it that, that, that nailed the maze for you? Oh, um, I just thought it was, uh, it was the unexpected. Wow. Like I like, I was like, Oh, okay. Look, Horror Nights always has like a celebrity music maze, right? Sure. In the past it's been like Rob Zombie or Ozzy Osbourne, Alice Cooper, or whatever. So you're kind of like, and it's always kind of been like the same maze mm-hmm. to some extent with like a few different changes, but it's like glow in the dark or whatever. This was just like, I guess we expected something of the same, yeah. like kind of mailed in, but you could, you could feel the weekends like actually had his hands on it. Wow. Yeah, like, you yeah. could tell there was a curation that came from the artist. And as the maze went on and on, it, it got better and scarier through the yeah, maze. Yeah, and crazier. Like crazier. Like by the, the last, I would say the last third of the maze was my favorite of the whole maze, but the whole maze just had a progression to it. Like it was curated. And you just felt the artist's personal touch. Yeah. Down to the wallpaper. I mean, yeah. no way. Yeah, it's really I mean, well done. Just, wow. Yeah, the set design, everything was like, it was you just. You can tell he cared. He was there and he cared. Yeah. That is, sh- oh, yeah, wow. I'm, cool hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that out. I know there was one, you know, a few years ago, I think it was just before the pandemic, Billie Eilish was supposed to have her own maze That's in right. Orlando. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff ended up going to, like, being sold on eBay because they built a lot of the stuff, like oh, bed, wow. bed yeah, uh, headboards with things carved in that, that uh, kind of went along with that album. That was, I forget the name of the album at that time. But that, that kind of, um, the one that the dude who made uh, The Curse of La Llorona. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Michael 
Michael Schaub's. Bury Your Friend? Yeah, directed right. the Bury yep. Your Friend yeah, video. Right. Yep. Yeah. And it had that real awesome horror aesthetic. Oh, this was, was, so they were going to do this in 2020 and then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. That never happened. Yeah. I, I would have loved to see that before she kind of went off in the in the other direction from uh, from her horror roots, I guess. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, like she started off, her first song was about The Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like, really. Really dark videos. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really good stuff. And really authentic. Like a night, like, cause she's so young. You just say like, this is what was inspiring her. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like calculated by a team. Like walking dead's popular. Right. right exactly. Do yeah. a, like or whatever. She was Another artist is cool. kind of along the same lines, incorporating horror I found was, um, and I think pumpkin, you've worked with her. Ash Nico. Yeah, well, Ash Nico did a, has a, has a horse, has a Halloween song, right? Yeah, yeah every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I think there's a few other people that are like popping up and doing them. Kim here and there. Yeah, obviously, yeah, Kim Petrus, but Petrus. like uh, making the stallions really into yes into horror. Oh Big my time. God. Did you ever the, have you ever seen the picture of her dressed like wow. how, like no pin, like Freddy pinhead? pinhead? No. Yeah. Oh my god, what? her so, pinhead. She's really oh, into damn. Hellraiser. I was actually like. I wonder if she inspired this new one. <laughs> wow. I, I don't think it's off the table. Like that could have like been. They may have seen her, yes. her, her pinhead and was like, oh, we should do that for this one. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I know Halsey's a big horror fan. As yeah, well. yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Who's yeah. the other one that was on, that's on tour this past year wearing the final girl bloody. Oh, um, churches, churches. Oh, yeah. yeah. The churches. Yeah. Churches did that. Didn't they do that whole, they uh, did like a movie, yep. like, a cover, like, a, like a covers album too of like, Halloween, Halloween, like Halloween movie, horror movie songs and stuff. Yep, oh, they wow. did that, and then a faux trailer for like their whole campaign for right. for the artist album. Look, it's just it's spreading. Yeah, yeah. it's spread everywhere, uh, I, but also not nearly enough, right? <laughs> it's never enough. But it's definitely yeah. like from the last time we talked oh, in, in 20, like 2019. Let's say the first time actually we talked. Listen, right, in 2019. There was an article that that GQ put out that was called the. It was it was their headline was the Halloween music renaissance is upon us. Right. And it was literally an article about Kim Petras and us. And, and two weeks earlier, we we'll didn't exist. It. Right? Like, like it was two, it was two weeks after That's our a really first good point. Al- It was two weeks after our first album <laughs> came out. And so we just, that was, we were brand new artists. No, we did not exist, Lovecraft, at that point. And Kim Petras had, had, had a following already. And she had just put out her EP, right? That yeah. was like the year she put out her EP, um, which of course became her full length a year later. Mm-hmm. And for us, we had just put out our album and it was like the Halloween music renaissance is upon us. But since then, there's been a lot of new artists that have embraced Halloween, Halloween music, spooky music, spooky culture. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't think nearly as many, like if we look 10 years from now, we're going to look back and be like, oh my God, remember back when it was just like 10 of us? You know? Right, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's and it's not just music though. It's just the horror genre and spooky culture, culture in general culture in since general. from 2019 yeah, 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 yeah. till now. Everything is, is, is insane. Grown. It's insane, yeah. yeah. I, and I wonder if the, I wonder if, I wonder if the pandemic had a lot to do with that. I don't know. I think a lot of people had time to like get really creative and be, be at home and like really just like kind of get in their heads and like think about things and like let their imaginations run wild and, and just create. Right. Yeah. But also like, I've also heard that like in times in global history, when things get the shittiest horror movies do the best, which is an interesting, yeah. 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 And now horror music is, I guess. Right. Right. I know. I feel like we are almost like, like, 
transported to like what I would imagine like I mean this is analogous but like a late 70s New York right? punk like exactly like five cool you know the, <laughs> you know like the Ramones and Blondie and da 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 and there were like five of them and we all played shows together all the time and I feel like that's gonna be our story as poor music pioneers <laughs> yeah. well I'll tell you what I, I'm, I'm seeing uh, friends tossing around these uh, Halloween horror playlists you know and it's got like hundreds of songs right hundreds of songs hundreds. and I'm flipping through it I'm like Lovecraft, 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 Lovecraft. Oh, like, amazing. Yes. yes. <laughs> you guys are out there. We're doing it. Yep. We're doing it. How would yeah, you guys how would you guys kind of track uh the evolution, I guess, of Lovecraft since twenty nineteen leading up to now? How has the project changed in your own eyes? Okay, I I'm gonna kick it off with like everyone's like you know, because we're writers and producers and I, I have an artist side that I do and we all you know, managers and publishers and whatnot. And and I would just say when we started this, it was like a giant eye roll. Like, what are you what are you doing? Why are why are you doing this? Like and it was like, no, we there's no new Halloween music since you know, what thriller and Ghostbusters and like, you know, Monster Marilyn, Mash. Yeah, Monster yeah. Mash and like maybe Marilyn Manson's cover of This Is Halloween. You know, like yeah. that. But I mean and uh you know, now and it's I, I feel like it's start like it's quintupled or 100x since we really got in four years ago and now we're just so immersed in horror culture and now i notice people see it as oh yeah of course a halloween album or oh this is like a valid art form and i feel like across all of horror and everyone adjacent in the creative space content creators movie Script writers, etc., are really feeling maybe a sort of re- validation renaissance as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Horror was always the ugly stepchild, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to be in a horror movie. Well, yeah, yeah. Now it's bringing <laughs> now the it's box like, office back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's literally saving theaters yeah, right now. Yeah. Is horror? Yeah, yeah. Is- and I mean, and I've sort of seen like our like us starting as oh, wouldn't this be fun? And because I would say our out life outside of the studio, we're all very close friends i mean uh, uh, and we designed our you know fun hanging time around anything horror in la and going to movies and now in like really being entrenched in like the horror community the global horror community you know as this project has grown in the next four you know in these past four years has brought a whole entire new creative energy yeah, I mean, oh, you guys are everywhere now, like uh, all the conventions, you guys are on TV shows, you guys popped up on fucking Hocus Pocus too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and I, I would Evan say, passed out. I would blacked <laughs> Evan blacked out when that happened. When I got the email, I was like, oh my God. No. The, he woke the, up um, on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Oh I, I think, I think it's interesting. I think to, 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 uh, to your point, like when we started this, this was like, okay, we love everything about Halloween and horror and spooky culture. We've been listening to the same music since we were kids, right? At the, at, like you know, to your point, like other than, you know, Manson's cover, really, really the biggest batch of Halloween songs is from like the eight eighties. Mm-hmm. And then before that, you know, th- like decades, you know, monster Mash is like 70, 80 years, you know, de- like yeah. literally like, yeah. Um, almost a century, almost, you know, a century old. <clears throat> and like Tangerine and think- Dream and Goblin don't, they count, but they're yeah, different. but, but never into the mainstream, right? Like, no, no. But, but, and so for us, I think it started off as a passion of just like, oh my god, like we love this. We make music. It's kind of our duty, our obligation, 
to soundtrack the next generation of Halloween music. And then the reaction we got that first year where people started, you know, as you, as you mentioned earlier, started licensing it, you know, for, for TV and film. And then people like Spotify and Apple music started embracing it and kind of started like, you know, putting a spotlight on it and giving us like opportunities to reach actual fans, which was not something we were doing it for. It was like, okay, cool. Like people like, like our music. And then the next year, not only did we go back to make more music and create a new record, but all the people in our community in the music community started coming to us yeah. saying like, that looks like so much fun what you did last year. And you got all these incredible like business looks from it. Could we, could we be a part of that? And so we kind of opened our arms. We were like, yeah, of course. And so we embraced a lot of other songwriters. I know you had, you know, Bonnie came yeah, in and yeah, Sarah Hudson yeah. and like all these amazing songwriters came in and joined our family. And that's where we met people like John Kassir and Bruce Campbell. We started, you know, embracing the outside of the music world and it all kind of, the world started colliding. And I think it's evolved in that way where it's now, you know, now we've met people who do all of the like immersive theater and the haunts and the conventions and we're kind of become part of like this Halloween spooky community zeitgeist thing. And as the music people, and it's just because, because we love it. But I think we just, right now we're just growing. We're, we're seeing how big this can go. Like mm -hmm, for us, mm -hmm. like we just, we're just letting it grow and grow and grow. And, uh, even this year we, we've, we've curated music for events now. Like they have us doing like live events. That's awesome. So it just keeps, it just keeps expanding. Right. And I think, I think that's, that's kind of the reason we ended up making the record we made this year was because we had an opportunity to do something completely different <laughs> because it was expanding so much. And then of course the Hocus Pocus two thing happened, which was like such a validation of, of the whole point of what we were doing, which was like, we've been listening to the same Halloween songs for 40 years, right? Okay. Well, the first song we wrote for our first album in 2019 is the biggest song <laughs> in our catalog in 2022. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? And that's the point. Like Skeleton yeah. Sam yeah. will, you know, God willing, be a song that, you know, my kids and my grandkids are listening to in the same way that I'm, I'm listening to the Monster Mash. Oh, yeah. Too, right? Yeah. yeah. And Skeleton Sam feels like it's on the trajectory for yeah. that. Well, right? if not only just, oh. a, even it's just its place, simply its placing in Hocus Pocus 2 guarantees that. I mean, it of guarantees course. that. Yeah, it's yeah, a historic, same. now a historic film, right? Right, right. And like, yeah. you know, every year yes. people do like Hocus Pocus Marathon. Yeah. You know, play, play again. I mean, it's in our pop culture now, yeah, Hocus yeah. Pocus. And so, you know, for us, like, we kind of set out to create those songs that would become the soundtrack of the next generation. And I feel like we, I feel, I feel like this year we finally have been validated and, and did, you know? So wow, it's pretty yeah, cool. It's pretty sick. Yeah. And what about the groundwork that goes into the other stuff, the conventions and, and pounding the <laughs> pavement to kind of create new opportunities for the, uh, for the collective beyond the music. I mean, cause you guys literally are everywhere and you've created, I mean, skeleton Sam, for instance, yeah. you've created a face to the collective. <laughs> My dream in my life was to make a brand ambassador for a band a la Eddie <laughs> from yeah, Iron Maiden right, exactly. as a Midwestern metal kid and I was like this is my opportunity to do it but was Eddie ever out there meeting and greeting yeah. fans and dancing with kids and stuff yeah, I don't no, think so uh, I don't no, think so no, no. this takes it up a notch no. right uh, yeah, watching uh, Deep Cut source the the outfit for Sam and like I don't know the chains need to go this way and these spikes aren't big enough like good take it back to the drawing board it has to be a hoodie it's not fitting right like, I mean it was a really insane process but yeah we we made a real skeleton Sam who 
likes to party he likes to dance and uh but not only that the maze and like meaning home haunt like right i mean this year this year has been insane yeah uh we started off the year making this a very different record and then you know we had this opportunity uh we were asked to dj a party at midsummer scream and we were like yeah of course we'll do we'll do the party and then you know and it was just kind of hey do you guys want to do a booth or something and we were like oh yeah that sounds cool. What should we do? And we're like, oh, well, let's build like a maze. Let's do, let's go all over. You know? <laughs> the most elaborate let's booth I've most, ever seen. I mean, well, we've never done it before. So we, I, it, had we done it before, we probably would have known not to, to bite off as much as we did. But we, we met this incredible haunt builder named Cameron McGinnis from Insane Haunt Productions. And we partnered with him to put together uh, what we, what was like, basically a, a haunted recording studio much like this uh you know that we're sitting in right now uh slightly different but uh the idea being you know it's a haunted recording studio maze and you come in through this like spooky hallway and then you turn and then there's a microphone and there's a camera you know photo booth there and you it counts you down and you scream and so the idea was we record you screaming we take your picture while you're screaming we email you the photo and then what we're doing behind the scenes is we're taking all of those screams that were screamed and we're making a scream library that we're going to give away to everyone. So this, this whole booth was kind of like this insane, (laughs) like let's build a maze. Oh, let's make it a photo booth. Oh, let's make a scream library. Let's, it just kind of snowballed out of control. And a fun fact our scream libraries haven't been updated. So you're just hearing the the same scream. scream. Yeah. The Wilhelm scream. It's on everything. (laughs) So we're updating a free one, but so yeah, we're making a scream library, which at at this point it's, it's going to be all sorts of different screams. People were, it sounds, some of them sound like you're on a roller coaster. Some of them sound like you just got stabbed some of them sound like it, creatures you know it's like really very on brand for us for us to soundtrack the next generation with music and now we're scream tracking the next generation it's all fun and games until somebody puts it all together and auto-tunes it into like right. some oh yeah, some oh, yeah. Song. <laughs> someone that i really does yeah that would be hilarious but but i think also to the to the skeleton sam front of it you know like we were we we had we, we had created we partnered with a a, a, um, a guy named Sig Neutron. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Sig Sig Neutron. Who who who, uh, who was on the show Face Off? That TV, oh yeah, TV show. Mm. Yeah, and he created. He, well, he won it. A- yeah. Any and, any per- in the All Stars yeah, as well. Yeah, All-Stars, yeah. yeah, and he created our skeleton Sam mask. Oh wow! With the red head with the red uh, headphones and made five of them and ended up we ended up doing that for the video that we shot with spirit Halloween last year. So in our story for the spirit Halloween, obviously the animatronics come to life and they're led by skeleton Sam and other skeleton Sam dancers. And, um, fun fact is before this year, before we had somebody who is our skeleton, Sam, out there at events. Uh, Amanda was Skeleton Sam. <laughs> oh, what? no shit. Okay. Wow. So, Wait, where, where so, were you, Skeleton Sam? So at like at like Freeform's Halloween Road. Yeah. And all these yeah, different yeah, events yeah, we would yeah. go to. We, wow. we, we had the idea <laughs> last year. We had, the, we had the idea last year. Like, oh man, Mask we off. should really start showing up to these events with Skeleton Sam. But like, which one of us is going to play Skeleton Sam? So Amanda shows up completely fearless to these events on like red carpets and is <laughs> dancing, break dancing, doing crazy things. Oh, doing the work. I like, Oh, that's amazing. Like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna start building this person as a skeleton Sam. We're gonna bring skeleton Sam to life over the course of the year between now between last you know twenty twenty one Halloween and twenty twenty two, 
And we're going to, you know, largely use TikTok and Reels and we're going to show up at events. And so we partnered with somebody who we had worked with through one of the immersive theater groups who came on to be our skeleton Sam. So a man didn't have to do that. And, um, and, and we've been building. And then of course, not knowing of course that this song skeleton Sam would then become, you know, it's basically the opening scene of Hocus Pocus too. Not on spoil for anybody who hasn't seen it, but like the minute it hits like present day Salem, it's like, isn't the school <laughs> called like skeleton Sam school or something, right? Isn't the schools called something like that? Is it? Oh my God. It's something. something yeah. Yeah. Like I swear what? it's Retired. something. What? I swear. <laughs> oh my God. I have to go back and watch it. Yeah. Again. I got it. Like, like, cause we started watching it the other day and make it all the way through, but I swear it was like skeleton Sam high or something. No, stop it. I swear. If it is, I'm gonna. We got We got to fact I'm check freak that. Out. But we got to fact check. You're gonna it. have to. You're gonna have to find the prop. So yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but 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 yeah. I mean, like like everything's been kind of building towards that. But at the same time, we've created this skeleton, Sam. So like when we're doing, you know, all the performances and, and, and music that we're doing for all these different events, or showing up at events, or at Midsummer Scream, at the at the booth, wherever. We now have Skeleton Sam everywhere we go. He's part of the family. Wow, it's on retainer. Part of the band. And I think <laughs> it, I, I feel like it's a culmination of like, we've all been on tour. You know, I, I've been, you know, very forward facing artists, touring, doing things like that. And it's, it's really fun to take all these skill sets and create some punk and you've toured and done tons of, you were an agent and like it. It really don't hold that against me. <laughs> <laughs> but being able to use those skill sets and not necessarily have to perform. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You like, killed it though. You DJ at Midsummer Scream though. You killed that. Yeah. I did that, kill that. That was the yeah. first time that people realized you weren't Skeleton Sam. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were DJing you were and Skeleton Sam was there. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. What happens like so now that that horror is our lives. Yeah, it's your lives. <laughs> it's an all-year thing. It's an all-year thing for everybody now, right? It is. How much of that, and, and the you know, the more that Lovecraft becomes part of um, the spooky community, requires more of your time, requires more of your energy. Mm. How much of it is taking up your time now? Is is Rihanna sitting there at, waiting for her new no, single right. because you guys are <laughs> cooking up the new, <laughs> you know, song for twenty twenty three? I will tell you, like at the first year we made the record in March. No, January. No, ja- no March. March. Oh, March. The first year was March. Oh. The next year we made it in January. January. Oh, <laughs> right before the pandemic. <laughs> right. The third yeah. year. Yeah. We decided that we were going to start after the first year, right? We were like, oh man, we should have done this earlier. Like we felt like we were rushing. Yeah. Right? I remember At that. The time. Remember yeah, yeah. And, we, and so when we came back the next year, we were like, right after New Year's, as soon as everybody's back, we're going to do two weeks of writing and it's all going to be Lovecraft. And we w- literally went in and we decorated the entire studio like it was October. Like, brought out everything from Seriously, from the storage, out. every yeah. animatronic <laughs> and every from light, collection everything out. from my collection, just everything out candy. there, just complete candy and bowls, like the whole thing. It was like Halloween in January, right? And we so. we ended up writing it, and thankfully we did because we had no idea two months later, yeah, we'd be locked the pandemic, down. right? So. We we had a whole record done going into the pandemic, which which was that we were thankful yes. to do that. Um, yeah, I don't think it would have happened if we hadn't no, done the record. I don't think, I don't happened think happened we would have had an album. No, and I think that would have slowed the momentum of Absolutely. the project down Absolutely. pretty significantly. I think people. I think the first few months, especially oh. in the songwriting community in in LA and amongst our friends, people just weren't being. People were just like freaked out. Yeah, they just weren't writing. They were no. mostly mostly were just. 
trying to wait and see what happened with the world. So yep. I think it would have largely been like the summer before we had turned around and, and maybe thought about doing something, you know? So I'm glad that we did that. And then the next year in January, we did it again, but we did it all zoom. We, oh, wow. We did. And, but, but that was it. That's when, like when Sarah Hudson and Bonnie McKee and all those yeah. other songwriters came yeah. in too, right? No, they came in in person in before yeah, the pandemic. Oh, they were part yeah, of that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, they were part of the crew that were like, Oh my God, if you do that Halloween thing again, we want to be down. We want to be part of yeah. that. Right. So they came in, they were in person and then the next year was virtual and, and they, and they came in virtually too. Yeah. That year, yes. but, they, but they were there in person yeah, in 2020. Sarah and Bonnie. And- yeah. But I, I would say when I turn on every year and when we turn on Halloween brain has gotten earlier and earlier in the sure. year. And now, you know, going from last year's um, album, uh, The Return, into what we're going to do with Scream Warriors. I'm not kidding. We started the first week of November. Yeah, we, 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 we knew what we wanted to do that, coming out of the, out of Halloween. Last. Wow. And we planned we planned the entire year the first week of November for this year. And that I think is where we're at. Like I'm already discussing ideas and ideating all that sort of stuff now for next, for next year. For next it's year. officially oh. an all year thing. It is. It's officially an all year thing. Yeah. It is. It is become. And, I mean, we love it. We love it. Thank 100%. you. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. I, and it's I, you guys. And we're releasing music all year. I mean, this year yeah. we, we put out a, a Valentine's yeah, song. Did, yeah. We put out, you know, uh, a video half around our half a ween song from last year. <laughs> well, we we um, collaborated with uh, the breakout star from Dra- Bully Brothers, Dragula Saint, the creator, for the vi- to star in the video, mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah, which was she, great to she, start. She killed it. And then she came back and did that Midsummer Scream with us. Yeah. And, you know, and that's like now half a ween is becoming a huge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the horror community again. Right. It's yeah. it's nonstop. People, yeah. And yeah. L.A. is leading the charge. Wait. People yes. global are like half a ween. No, that's, like, that's where like. So, so we so to back to, to what we were saying earlier about like it took years for people to catch up to us to be like, oh, we see what you're doing with the Halloween thing. Yeah. Like, at first, Halloween's like, cool. At first they were like, you're nuts. What are you doing? Halloween music? What? What are you talking about? People my my world were like oh, yeah. we didn't know what you meant when you said you were going to do halloween music but it, it's pretty clever and now they're like when's the new record coming right there's fully acceptance yeah of it. yeah but then when i hit them with a hey check out our half a ween anthem now i'm back to being crazy again yeah. <laughs> they're like oh, they're like what i'm like yeah half a ween oh, first every thing. year yeah, and they're like thing. huh <laughs> and more, more and more haunts are open all year round yeah, now yeah. i mean yeah. at least in la i mean you know we're well, in a bubble do, here i don't know they you know, do and be, they do yeah. spooky swap meet on on half a ween weekend at heritage square now which oh, is, which oh, is cool yes. too we so it's like it's david and claire from midsummer yeah they do it at heritage square which is very cool and then um yeah and then throughout the year i mean now they had that what was the haunt in the valley i didn't go to the valley haunt this year and oh, oh ra- ra- uh, rain and terror no 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 no, 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 no. it was a going, brand new one it was a new started. one that it was like it was a it, summer was summer's was like first summer, haunt or whatever yeah. yeah i forget what it was called but yeah yeah but it was it, it did have a rain of terror feel to it like from the advertising uh, wow right. vibe. to do rain of terror so going back to what you said going back to that we we haven't done rain yet you yeah. were talking about what, like, what haunts we've done yeah. this year. We haven't done Rain yet. We did Delusion. Delusion's Delusion. awesome this year. Oh so. my God. It was like, awesome. it was like, I feel like Braver put, <laughs> it, it felt like John Braver put out like a, like um, a questionnaire and said, what were your favorite things from our horror hunts? And what were your favorite things from, from, uh, um, the action, the Aztec one. What was it? Yeah. Blue, Blue, Blade. Blue, Blue, Blade. Blade. Blue Blade. Yeah. And he was like, okay, so those four things from Blue Blade and these 12 things from our horror things, we're going to put them into one so thing. Good. Cause that's what it was. Like they dug it. I don't want to, I don't know. I was going to like spoil. 
spoil it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't go, go to it. I flew go, my go, sister go. out from New York because I <laughs> just, to, just to go with you. Yeah, because I was like, because she they kind of make fun of me, and I'm like, you don't understand. I get really. I was like, yeah, I get all like, like that about what? delusion too. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I can't explain this to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have we, to go. To we brought this. a lot of new people with us this year. We we came in twenty deep. <laughs> we came in wow. this year. Wow! Do they let you go in one group of twenty? You had no, to no, split no, it. Ten, we'll ten, split like it. Yeah. right yeah. after each other. But but we um we came in and there were probably like I would say half of us were newbies and half of us were like yeah. vets. So I always love doing that where we like split the room with like newbies and vets. Yeah. I love because it, it, it remind even when I when I don't like it. And I feel I get jaded about it because like, I'm like, oh, I've seen a better one before. I look at the newbies who are like, oh, yeah. oh my right. God, yeah. I've never been to anything like that before in my life. Yeah, and and reminded, guaranteed any newbies, that's the reaction they're yeah, going to have. Yeah. But, I'm remi- yeah. but, so but newbies and vets alike came out of delusion this year. Oof. Like, what? Was like that? Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. Everybody was just blown away. The delusion was amazing. Did anyone yeah. uh, cross their arms do the chicken uh, chicken out thing? Or no, you, like the, you kind of opt out if you cross your arms. You oh no, 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 that. no one did not, that. Not in no. our group. No. <laughs> did you do the maze in the upstairs room after? Oh shit! Yeah. So we did the maze yeah. in the upstairs. Did you do it last year? <laughs> I didn't do it last year, no. So I will say, I will say, just because I don't mind being critical, uh, the maze upstairs last year was better than the maze. Really? This, was it yeah. the same thing, like kind of sensory deprivation? Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. was. But, but, but it was way more, it was it was more way more narrative, story. it was way more touched to the story. Interesting. There was an actor in one of the yeah. rooms. It was, no way! It was, wow. it was, it was yeah. w- the upstairs VIP area in Delusion this year wasn't as good as last year, but the actual story and and everything yeah. i mean the, the yeah. set design e- i mean everything everything everything, everything this that location was amazing. the location best it was the best insane. it's ever been have you guys heard people like whenever i try and explain delusion to someone who's from the east coast they always go oh this sounds like no sleep is that what it is sleep no more sleep no more so, so what sleep, is that sleep no more set it off sleep no more is like was it is it the mckittrick hotel in manhattan okay. i went to sleep no more twice and it's eight stories, I believe, I've never or something slept like that. Again. <laughs> and it's basically the retelling of Macbeth. Interesting. In silence. Oh, why? So, so you go, so you go into this speakeasy in the middle of the hotel, right? And everybody gets like a like a playing card, and the playing card is is it's meant to separate you from the people you're with. You get you put on a mask, like an old masquerade mask, and you're not allowed to talk. And so when they call your card, they're like, you know, like, you know, eight of hearts, all the eight of hearts go into the elevator and they go in. So, and often you'll walk in with friends and they'll start giving out cards so that uh, they make sure they separate you and your friends. Right. And so you go up there and then you literally can explore these like eight floors. And what's happening is there's storylines happening all around you in like, I feel like kind of like rolling twenties time. I want to nice, say good era, yeah. but yeah. the story of Macbeth. If you like paying close attention, you'll you'll notice points of the story that you're like, oh yeah, that's him washing his hands, and that's like you know, there's different things happening, but like you'll discover things like you'll get pulled into like a little you know witch's hut, and like or you'll find like an orgy in the dungeon. Like there's a like, crazy stuff going on every time you go to sleep in more. It is a completely different experience. Wow! Every time you, I don't think. I, I, there's so much going on. I don't think you can have the same experience twice. I mean, How would you see, rate it? How would you rate it compared to delusion? So, okay. So sleep no more when I, when it happened was like, I'd never seen anything like it. So it was like, Oh my, so when the first time I went to delusion, I was like, Oh, this reminds me of sleep no more, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a horror movie. Sleep no more. is not a horror movie. It's spooky. Right. It's creepy, 
but it's not horror at all. You're not scared. You're just kind of like, what's going on? Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. Like dark and it's like, you know, it feels like you're in an old like shining-esque hotel and like, it's like spooky, but it's not like, nothing's going to jump out at you. Yeah. But a delusion, the first time I walked a delusion, there were people walking on the wall and people getting like pulled by the harnesses through, <laughs> through brick walls. <laughs> and, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and which I love, by the way. The stunts. I, I, the stunts. I mean, John Braver was a stuntman. So yeah, like, right. I, I love that about that, right? And so, Delusion immediately jumped Sleep No More for me because I literally felt like you were in a horror movie, which is like so cool to even just create that. Um, and then, of course, you know, that whole world has uh, has expanded, you know, nationally now. Like, you know, there's there's, you know, no, no proscenium like there's websites that are dedicated to like that immersive kind of immersive theater. theater yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And um, and, you know, a, a friends of ours here in L.A., JFI, you know, Justin Fix, they, they did Creep. Which oh yeah, came, which came out you know right at, like kind of a year after, like on the heels of Delusion, right? And and has you know pretty much maintained as as like the main competitors in like at least in L.A. and popularity. And very di- different, very different, very different, but yeah. uh, very different experiences. I mean, and yeah, Justin obviously does like much much longer experiences, like you know, and not even just horror or spooky stuff too. Like you know, they did they did Night Fever, which they've run now twice, which is basically like 1974 New York underground disco. It's like oh, that's five, awesome. five hours, five hours of being in, five of being in like, hours. yeah, of, yeah. And, of, <laughs> really cool. and of constant narrative happening of like the, the manager and he's like skimming money. And then there's like the, the accountant and all of a sudden the accountant's on the floor and he's in drag and like things are happening and there's a guy dealing drugs and there's, there's all these things happening around you and you can fo- you can go to, you can go to night fever and you can follow the storyline or you can just go there, dress like you're in the seventies and dance party. and drink and be like, and, and, and all of a sudden these like flash mobs break out to like all your favorite disco songs. So like there's a little bit of experience. They just do a different thing. Like they do the willows. I don't know if you've ever done the willows. Uh, so no, no. no. Oh, yeah. So they're doing the yeah, willows this year, which is like a two hour long yeah, really dinner fun. party. Oh, I want to call it a dinner party because I don't want to ruin it because you should do it. But basically you should both do willows. You're yeah. you've been invited <laughs> to the willows family's house. Welcome home. It's in West Adams next to the oh, a- 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 West house Adams house. rules. It's literally, it's it's literally next to the American Ori stories. Yeah, house. really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's next to it's ne- right next to the house. They shot it. It's the murder uh, house. Yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. Is that over by you? Know, because I remember delusion used to be. over. So delusion used to be in the same area too. Yeah. yeah. And obviously delusions. Yeah. In Pomona. Pomona. <laughs> yeah. but, but worth it. Yeah. Worth, totally worth, worth, worth the drive. Bizarre location. Um, but, but yeah, this is this, the willows always use the same house, which is next to, 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 to the American horror story murder house. And it, you're, you basically get invited in and the storyline unfolds around you. Oh, that sounds amazing. You're guests of the Willows family. And I don't want to, again, I don't want to say too much, but Justin Fix, JFI. So they do like different things like that. So they do creep, which is typically horror. They've done like partnerships with Amazon where they did like a a lore one year for the the podcast lore. And, 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 um, but then they do offshoot things like the Willows or night fever where they create these worlds, multi-hour experiences that you can kind of stay as long as you want, dip in and dip out of, but it's worth staying the whole way. How many people uh, in a group in the Willows, or is it one of those? The Willows is like 18 people. 18 people. Yeah. So it's like and, hard and, to get your own Night group. Night Fever, I don't know like how many that. people are in there, but Night Fever is more of an open world. Yeah. And they've done that too. Like some of the House of Creep that they did a few years back um, was also like an open world. But then they've done like lore wasn't an open world. And last year's Creep wasn't an open world. Mm-hmm. It was a narrative, you know, that they take you through like delusion. So... They do a little bit of both. 
Yeah. I can't wait. We're doing Willows in uh, a week from tomorrow. Yeah. We have a whole calendar. I've done we've done Willows. I've, I've done Willows twice before. We've done Willows twice before. This would yeah. be the third third time doing Willows. But uh, yeah. so different does story. Change? Yeah, does it change every year or I, I don't change. know. I mean, the first two times didn't change, but again, they set they pull you in different groups and separate so you. So you could have a different so storyline. My second time I went to the Willows was completely different than the first. Oh, like the first wow. time I went to the Willows, I never went outside the house. The second time I spent half the night in different storylines outside in the backyard and on the side and underground. I didn't do that the first year. So it was completely different. This year I'm told they changed the storyline some. Wow. Do you guys so, mess so. with 17th door? I'm afraid of 17th door. I'm afraid, I'm of, afraid, afraid of 17th door. door. I'm afraid of 17th door. Yeah. You know which one we like a lot, but we but we we don't really go to, but we really love it is Knott's. Oh, Knott's oh, yeah. rules, Knott's man. Knott's is yeah. the best. Knott's is like yeah. the Mac Daddy, right? Yeah. They so Knott's is like the, Knott's out, is right? the sleep yeah. no more of, of of Southern California right. Knott's, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like when I, I think I remember, I think the first time I went to Knott's, I was like eight. <laughs> wow! I was like a kid. I, like a wow. kid. I remember wow. going with my whole family and like a bunch of different family <laughs> friends as we were, we were kids. It's so great. I mean, I just love that they have. Again, uh, I've said this before. They don't have really any IP that they have to deal with, so they're kind of just yeah. creating new like, crazy things. Like every Snoopy, year. but that's like not. <laughs> yeah, right. Once <laughs> they did an Evil Dead log ride, a licensed Evil Dead. Oh, for real? Was it Flume or what do they call it? You yeah. know, the yeah. drop yeah. ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. turned that into an Evil Dead. Well, can I thing. The scary thing about Knott's is the actual rides because like the roller, right. that roller coaster feels yeah. like it's going to fall apart yeah, exactly <laughs> i'm like i'm like more scared of the roller coasters than that, so. <laughs> we haven't done that yet but um yeah i mean we did and obviously shacktoberfest which is also yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are involved with that yeah. yeah so it's so it's it's 13th floor so it's paying people who do delu- who do delusion and haunted hayride yes here they they now have the queen mary property and they did shacktoberfest they partnered with shack to do like basically an event together that's like co-curated by him. Um, it's crazy. It's, and so it's, we're, it's we're unlike doing, any other haunts we've been to. It's more, it's like more of a carnival. There's, yeah. there are literally are carnival rides. There's mazes. It's like a haunted county fair vibe. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Inter- like they have carnies that are all like zombie carnies and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like it's yeah. all themed out. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and then yeah. they have things that are Pirates, like that, that you would find at like a county fair. Yeah. yeah House things. of Mirrors House, and stuff. House of Mirrors and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Do, and what is your involvement in in Shacktober? We are providing all of the music for the event, including visuals. So the and in the center of Shacktoberfest, they thirteenth floor wanted to um create like like a festival feel. Uh-huh. Block so, party. Yeah, like a block party festival feel. We're like um if you go to LA Haunted Hayride, it's um, Monty, Monty Revolta. Revolta is like generally there. Who's who's more of like a spooky ambassador, kind of old school sixties kind of goth rocker guy. Right? Monty Revolta yeah. is like um, rockabilly. Meets, yeah, rockabilly. Like, or is he like rockabilly? Like rockabilly. Reverend Horton Heat meets like Tony Clifton. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is like a nice. perfect. Tony Clifton was the lead. Was the lead of Reverend Horton. You, that has never been, that has never been described so well. Wow. Um, but for Sh- Shacktober, they wanted more of like a nightlife festival block party vibe. So DJ. we're yeah DJ. So we're DJing it, and we have huge like it's a huge stage lighting rig with giant panel screens and we all have, three you go um i i go a lot i am not djing this event we we're we one of our crew dj reaper 
Yes, DJ Reaper nice. and but Ske- and Skeleton Sam. Which Sa- Sam's there every night. Sam's there, Sam's there every night. Wow. And so That's crazy. Sam's really yeah. Sam's really leveled up there this year. Yeah, Sam has he, really he, leveled he lo- up. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, he loves yeah. he loves Shacktoberfest. <laughs> yeah. We also provided we also curated and provided all the music for an, a family family event. Literally feels like it's on the other side of the world because it's it's out in uh, in Woodland Hills, which is um, Hauntween. Oh, cool! I haven't heard of this one. Yeah. So, haunt, so they <clears throat> in the uh, the uh, Topanga Westfield Topanga Mall. Yeah, the, next to it, there's a huge parking lot thing, and they started during the pandemic where they had like a drive-through family-friendly haunt. Oh. And I, I went through with my wife when she was pregnant, and uh, they would literally like by the time we left, I think we were up to our necks in candy. No. They were like dumping oh, wow. candy in our windows. <laughs> oh and, and, my! And, and it was like God. And you, would, you would slow drive through this haunt that went on. Seemed like it went on forever, and it was just like every wow. every family-friendly Halloween trope you can think of, like like little villages of like the pumpkin town, and now you're in the witch's castle, and like all these different things, right? And you're like you're going through all these things. They're dumping candy, dumping candy. And they, <laughs> That's the best and, thing in the world. And they, kept, awesome. and they kept saying like roll roll down your window. Like they thought we'd have kids in the back. We were like, oh no, there's no one back here. It's just us. <laughs> the baby's yeah. on board in a different way. Yeah. Uh, we just came for the candy. But but then they turned it, you know, starting last year, they turned it into a walkthrough and they kept expanding it. And this year they've expanded even more. Now it's in, in two New Jersey, two New Jersey. cities. Yeah. Wow. Do you guys do the music wow. for Jersey too? No, no. The yeah. music's here. Is the music in Jersey too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. I guess well, I'm corrected. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Well, it. We have a spreading all over. We have a theme it's song like a, for them too. Like and, really? Yeah. Huntoween. Yeah. Huntoween. Oh my oh, God. Awesome. You guys. So, <laughs> so yeah. No, so now we're starting to do a lot of that stuff and, and, and we want to, we want to dive in deeper. I mean, hopefully we're going to do a lot more with 13, the 13th floor folks and, and with JFI and, and, um, and, and, and immersive experience. Immersive, yeah. I mean, I like, mean, oh, we have our eyes thought and like our eyes are on like what can we do that that's and right now we're doing we're curating the audio and we're doing all the all the music, but now we're thinking about like how do we how do we take what we're doing and turn it into like a real IRL visual experience, like a music haunted music <laughs> wow. experience. The Boo Crew will be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What is your pleasure, sir? Relive the terror of Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, through the original soundtrack. Now available on GNP, Crescendo Records, tapes, and compact discs. Buy quickly, or... (laughs) Your suffering will be legendary, even in hell. Well, I mean, it brings us to this new album, which is as the closest thing I've ever heard to such a thing, which is Scream Warriors, 15 tracks, 45 minutes. 
<laughs> recorded in yeah. binaural and fully immersive Dolby Atmos. Yeah. Yeah. This thing sounds like a movie when you start yeah. listening to it. Yeah. Right from the first track. So tell us about it. Tell us about conceiving the whole thing and deciding to go with. I mean, God, I know why you decided to go with Christopher Young. I mean, no shit. He's the best there is. I think out of yeah, any composer, I mean, his ear is bent towards hell yes, more than anyone 100%. else who's ever been in the game. I think we're more I think real. I think we're more happy that he decided on us. Yeah. <laughs> than yeah. us deciding on him. How did it how did it work? What was the whole concept? Uh, honestly, I remember talking to Crates and Punk and, and we in November and, be, and being like, what are we gonna do this year? Like I feel like we've done three like really great you know pop and throwback spooky like we gotta like we gotta do something we gotta flip it man (laughs) and then like like pumpkin got a wild look in his eye as he does and he's like let's make the scariest record yeah ever and i was like (laughs) what and then i was like we both were like cinematic let's make it scary like legitimately scary not like not spooky Scary. So throughout yeah, the year, we, we collect ideas and we keep them yeah. in. And especially when it, when it comes to October, all of a sudden, all of the things that we should have thought of during the year yes. that we didn't think of, we start thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're like, we start writing yeah. them down and thinking about it for next year. And one of the, one of the words, is it a word? Maybe it's, two it's words. a word. It's one word. One of the words we wrote down was jump scare. And we thought like, what if we could create a song that literally was a jump scare? Like we got to a point that it was actually like, you were listening to the song and something happened that literally scared you yeah. while you're yeah. listening to the song. <laughs> yeah. and, we, and that kind of turned into like, what if we created an album that was the most terrifying album ever made? And the whole album felt like you were in a horror movie without watching a horror movie. Yes. It was, we just went completely cinematic. Yeah. And so when we brought in our core, our slasher seven, we, ba- that was basically like, okay, we're going to do like a less is more exercise here. Like, how do we create songs that have space, that have uncomfortable space, that where there's music, there's song, but maybe it doesn't have to be wall to wall lyric and melody. It could be, you know, dissonant chords and weird sounds and like all of a sudden the song happens and then it pulls out and it's more instrumental and like weird strings that come in that, you know, that are in. And then also in the way that we like to pay homage to things that we that we grew up on, we were listening a lot to um, the, the, the scores, you know, of, yeah. of some of our favorite horror movies. And we shared them with the, everybody. We are like, let's just study these before we go in. Yeah. Like this is, this should be our inspiration this year. It's no, this year's inspiration is not Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. <laughs> this year's yeah. inspiration yeah. in Rockwell. This year's inspiration is Sus- Suspiria. Suspiria. Yeah. Yes. You know, this year, that's what that, it's, it's yeah. those, it's this year's, this year's inspiration is John Carpenter, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's this year's inspiration. And so we went in there and we were like, you know, really about like, let's only say things when we feel like we have to say things. Otherwise, let's create that atmosphere. And um, once we once we felt like we had the had the records that we were excited about, we were like, man, how do we kind of level it up? And a fun fact um, that you mentioned earlier is that we were we were able to co-host a show on Sirius XM last year with Lindsay Parker and Davey Havoc. And we were asked to curate the guests, which you were one of them, right? Um, Thank but, you very but, much for that. That was awesome, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But one of the other guests was Christopher Young. Oh, wow. And they, they say, you guys should collaborate sometime. We were like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, we were like, what are we going to do with Christopher Young? And then when when we got to the point of like, how do we then take this? It was like, oh, like maybe we should I hit know. up Christopher Young. Maybe he'd be into it, you know? Um, and so we uh, 
we reached out to him and he invited us over to his house, <laughs> which if anyone was going to, I'm no one can give you a run for your money on no, your house. No one yeah. can. But if anybody mm-hmm. was going to be a, a, a second place and then everyone else would be very distant between behind <laughs> both of you, it's Christopher Young. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm so bummed he couldn't make it in. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, I'm such a huge fan of his stuff. His house his house is pumpkin bath. He's into it. Yeah. It's not and it's not as much it's a it's a different vibe. But he does have he does have some stuff. He does have like this insane collection. We only saw some of the collection because he says they're all in storage, but he's an insane collection of like um Molds. molds of famous horror horror icons faces yeah plaster wow. masks plaster masks of like famous horror yeah. actors oh, composers yeah, yeah. Bella Lugosi, Bella Lugosi. Yeah, yeah all these I mean, their really faces cool. it's like but so he has Vincent some stuff Price. like that but then all of a sudden you'll go in his bathroom and his whole bathroom will be like pumpkin like a pumpkin land you just enter pumpkin land the whole entire bathroom is everything yeah. from the bathroom handles to the sconces to everything That's pumpkin pumpkin awesome. the floor is pumpkin wow. the walls pumpkin <sighs> pumpkins are hanging like it's it's like what and then you go to another room and it's like the the, the the halloween christmas room it's like krampus room right yeah, like in the whole room is that <laughs> and it's like every room is themed in different ways so it's like a different totally different vibe than what sure. you have yeah. but it's also the passion is there yeah right? yeah the love the collector passion it's incredible the, 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 the and the reverence to the reverence for the spooky community yeah, yeah, and the genre yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. yeah. yes and and He's very and authentic so, wow. in that space and so it was you know we were able to kind of talk about our vision and he was he thought it was so cool to like do something different than what he normally does he was in the middle of scoring a movie and so I'm working on Guillermo del Toro's cabinet. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And 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 so, you know, we had to kind of hopefully fit into his schedule, which we did. And um, and again, and, this is probably March. End of February, February, March. Yeah. When we met with him. Yeah. But yes. by, by the time we, you know, by the time we it was a summer, by the time he was able to start working on it. Yeah. And um, and we were like, oh, man, like, like, we really hope he gets what we're trying to do. Um, and he kind of, they were kind of like, do you guys have any direction? I think it was, you guys went through like everything he's ever done and went back to him and we're like, we love, we love what you do in, in, in sinister here. We loved what you did in drag me to hell here. We love, so we kind of pointed out the things we've loved that he's done before and then just let him do his thing. Uh, Amanda gave him one directive, which was like, we just want you to scare the shit out of us. Like yeah. I watch horror <laughs> movies just scare 95% of the time. So <laughs> yeah. you got, you have your work cut out Yeah, and I want yeah. you to scare the shit out like, of me. Like we've done, we've taken yeah. it where we can take it. Now yeah. you, now the master needs to come. So yeah. did you give him like a, basically the architecture of the album was there? Did you give yeah. him all we these gave, completed we, things we and then him, he jumped in? We gave in? him all the songs and all the stems from all the songs. <laughs> wow. And they created, him and his team created like, um, the interludes, the the interstitials, all the stuff in around it, and then in the songs started like pulling apart the songs and, and reassembling worlds, them, adding yeah. sounds, wow. rearranging, adding breakdowns, like pulling out the like creating even like, more space than we had, yeah. and and like all of a sudden like you know a verse and a chorus, and then it'd be like massive instrumental and build up and like then create crazy sound design and like to the point that when we heard it. We were like, oh my, like, I, I remember I, I heard, I, almost I, I heard it first and I called I them and I'm like, have you guys listened? Oh have you guys listened? God. And I was like, in my head, you can imagine what, like you could create a, imagine like a storyline, which is what we were trying to do just from listening to the music as opposed to somebody telling you what you're watching. Yeah. In this case, it's like you're reading a book and you're, you're imagining what the characters look like. You're imagining what the setting looks like. Yes. And even more so. 
We're not even telling you who the characters are or the setting. Now except, except you're imagining. You're ima- <laughs> well, yeah, Gina. But, <laughs> but, Gina. But but you get to imagine. <laughs> you get to kind of make it up and imagine this world. Um, and I think that was kind of paying homage to um, the immersive theater that we love so much. In that way, we wanted to create that. That, like we said, like the 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 aural version of that. And. Um, and that was our goal with doing that was was to was was to create that experience and then it just became natural at that point we were like we need to mix this yeah i think immersively too once we heard (laughs) what chris brought we were just i mean it was we were losing our minds and we were like people have to hear this in the most insane way and we had just sort of been learning about dolby atmos which is this which is basically movie theater audio technology it's surround and the and speakers on top, right? Their speakers they're, they're on everywhere. top. They're fully. They're, they surround you. Literally surround you everywhere. Yeah. And the cool thing about this tech is it's it's different than five point one or seven point one, which is like oh, there's five speakers in a sub, and it's like I'm gonna put the sound in that speaker or that speaker or right. these speakers. Like the thing about Atmos that's cool is you. It's it's like infinitely scalable. So you can uh, if you have a room, you have a movie theater, you have a big theater, you have a small theater. You can just set up arrays of speakers however you want, however many speakers you need to fill that room, and then you describe the room to Atmos, and it decodes your song into the space. Wow! It's, it's like oh, you can, it's like yeah. you can pan to any three dimensional point in space. Exactly, exactly. That's so if impressive. you have, you know, if you have five speakers, it works. If you have thirty speakers, it works. If you have a thousand speakers, it works. You just oh, you if you've established what your room is, it knows this goes back here. It's not in that speaker. It's back here. So whatever you have back here, it goes there. Whatever's up here goes here. So it's it's actually was this fascinating process. We learned all about the the technical side. We ended up working with well, this insane engineer. Yeah, and crates is a, you know, a you mix engineer and producer. So like your mind was was blown, and Dolby really got behind us on the project. Yeah, and introduced us to yes. to an immersive engineer, Jay Clark. And I would say Pete or crates and Jay Clark moved, you know, you should explain that you, we did things with the audio that Atmos has never been pushed I, yeah. to that I mean, level. We really, when wow. we, what we were, we were introduced. Dolby was super kind. We told them what we wanted to do. We, we were like, look, we have this record. Uh, we made it with Christopher young. It's really scary. We want, we think Atmos is the right medium to like, make it as insane as possible. Yeah, showcase the, <laughs> yeah, just the, the really limits of Atmos too, right? Yeah, and so and and they were like, oh, well, you, you should talk to these engineers. We, we spoke to uh, a few people, and then, you know, I, I got an email back from Jay, and I, and I was, you know, basically I was like, hey, check this out. And he's like, wow, he's like, this is so cool. And within a couple sentences, I was like, this is our guy. He's like, you know, I've, I've been doing a lot of pop music and most people are doing a certain thing. He's like, I really want to work outside the box. And I think that this project sounds really interesting to me. And I was like, you're our guy. You know, it was just like the perfect thing. We ended up meeting him at, and like, of course, at, in a weird twist, like he was from Minneapolis, knows all Amanda and yeah, go way have, back and know lots of people. Like yeah. <laughs> he's been in bands with all of our friends. It was like one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah. And it, it just was like yeah. absolutely right. Kevin fit. Bacon's. Yeah. The, yeah. It was Kismet. like zero degrees yeah. of, of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. And and not to mention that he's this insane engineer. Yeah. Um, and so we we went to his uh, his studio. Incidentally, he had taken a room in the facility where we wrote the first album. We were, we're no longer <laughs> in that facility. Me. Wow. We had moved out of there a year or two ago. 
and got a new studio. Uh, and then while we were gone, he moved in and set up his rig is insane. It has like 24 speakers in there. Oh, wow. um, and we sat there with him for two weeks and just like, you know, put stuff in places and tried to just make it make you uneasy, make you scared, like make it big. I mean, he was able to make this thing huge. And uh, at the same time, trying to push the technology and, and, and pushing like, what can we do that no one's done, you know? And there's a bunch of times where, you know, we panned something like this or we did this kind of a thing. And he's like, I can guarantee you no one has ever done that in Atmos before. And you're like, you that's know? what and we're, we're doing. Like, I, think, I, think Dol- I think the people from Dolby felt that way, too, when they finally heard it. They were, they were I mean, like, yeah. we've never heard anything like this. And I think... Um, Super cool. I think I, the people who got to experience it at our, at our uh, at like kind of our listening release party, yeah. which we were able to... to we were able to uh, showcase it at Dolby Screening Room uh, yeah, in like full the perfectly in a, screened, in a theater. like um, tuned theater. We, everybody was, everybody came and they were having drinks and fun, spooky cupcakes and cookies. And we <laughs> ushered them into a theater. And they sat down in, in the in, in their seats, probably fully expecting you know, to watch a visual that yeah. comp- component that we had put with this. <laughs> right, right. With it was this just nothing. Uh, <laughs> we gave a quick intro where I proceeded to explain that, hey, you know, all those records we've made in the last three years, this is nothing like that. <laughs> good, good luck. This is Scream Warriors. And shut off all of the lights. Oh, that's awesome. Cranked to the speakers and press play. And everyone sat there in the complete darkness, Dark. pitch black for 45 minutes. <laughs> oh my God. What and an amazing experience. This album. What a great way for you to with, showcase with, the, with Dude, their ears God. and with their minds. Yeah. yeah. And they were cheering. After each song. After each song. Yeah. yeah. It was clapping. Awesome. As, as, if as if they were it watching a play. Yeah. 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 They were yeah. applauding. Yeah. It, when it I first start, heard the clapping, I, I was mad and nervous. Sorry. Yeah. I was, yeah. yeah. I mean, when we first hit play, we were, uh, I think it was, it was scary. For, <laughs> it actually was scary. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Us. yeah right. We didn't think, we weren't sure what people were going to. Oh, I remember just looking at them and were, I was like, I was like, are they going to hate us? Yeah. They're going to hate us. I think they're going to hate us. terrible. And then by like the third song ended and people were like, wow. And we were like, I can't believe it worked. Yeah. And it was so much fun. At at some point I was like I, I was running around freaking out and I just went we were and all sat freaking down out. <laughs> and just listened to the album and it was I was just like, This is awesome. So is it gonna be are you gonna build more opportunities for people to experience the album the way it was intended with that yeah, technology think, that a lot of people might not have. Right. You know? I mean, so like it's a, yeah. it's available now nor by the way, just the stereo mix is incredible. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Right? Yeah. So so if you you know, listen to it however you listen to it preferably in the dark and loud but um if you have any sort of uh system like that it's available you know on apple music and and amazon um title you know and title yeah, yeah. So yeah. A spa- and, a spa- and, spa- in spatial audio in the spatial audio uh sections whatever yeah, so right. which is cool but the we the, that goes back to the question of like what what can we create like some people have said to us man you got to do more of those where people can listen to it in in a theater in 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 darkness um, and then some people have said to us, you need to create uh, a visual component. You need to create a real, an IR, like a, an immersive IRL experience. That's also, that's still Atmos, but like, is more like maybe it's a maze or maybe it's a play that mm. the soundtracks, but you know, maybe, in, maybe it's more like sleep no more where there's no dialogue. It's, Interesting. It's people that are, you know, acting it out t- to the music, you know, it's interpretive. So I don't know. We're kind of, we're kind of. There's a lot of ideas and a lot of people came to us that, that were there that night pitching us ideas. So, so it was inspiring, <laughs> you know? The, yeah. the shocker was, here's 80 people. I, this is when I embodied it about five seconds in. I was like, holy shit, there's 80 people here. 
and we didn't tell them we're going to make them sit in the dark <laughs> and listen to our album. And yeah, it's pitch great. black. Look, you can't walk. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, like, they're stuck. They're trapped. I was like, also, this, this that, could also, really be a divisive move we've done here. <laughs> this is not a spooky <laughs> bop. Also, I, 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 said, I, was like, I was like, man, what if they start taking out their phones? But then, re- then you start to realize it's so dark. If you took out your phone, everyone would know you. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. So, so no one's going to do it. It's kind of shaming to take exactly. out your phone. <laughs> I love that. The best, I was like, this was kind of like Pink Floyd Laser Light Show. Oh, that's <laughs> Except cool. for it. And so many With people no were like, this was so amazing to sit and listen to music without distraction we don't yeah. get that opportunity yeah. and, and also they they visualized it like people yeah. said the same thing that we said when we heard it which was like oh, wow like i saw a story come to life in my head yeah and everybody saw something different right because you didn't embed kind of a pre-written this is no. the story Correct. right you, you left left it open like 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 i've never told them when I listen to it all the way through, what I think the storyline is, yeah. I definitely have a storyline in my head that that is now like the storyline of this. Yeah, we've never discussed if there's a storyline or what the storyline is, and they may not even have one. But I, in my mind, I have a storyline. Huh. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And what about the order of the song? So you you said that. Chris kind of got inside, dove in. Actually, the order of I, pretty, I, funny cool enough, this, the order yeah. the order of the song was chosen by our fans. Mm-hmm. How did that work? Okay, this is, how does that affect it, your your story? That, exactly, it was pre the story. The story yeah. has come oh. from. So I only the story in my head only happened when I started listening to it all the way through. Once Chris and his team had added their parts in, but the but the track order had already been set by our fans we gave that we played our we played the songs prior to chris working on it we played the songs for our fans in our discord mm-hmm. and and norman ran kind of ran like a q a with them got it where where he had all of our all of our discord fans come in there and basically played snippets of all the songs and said okay what's the order and norman sat there with the fans while they debated like what song should go in what order and that order was then given to christopher and his team and there they created oh, they wow. created they created in and around that yeah and then and then my, my storyline in my head only happened like probably like the third or fourth time of listening all the way through the whole thing so does your does your version start with killer did chris envision the whole tsunami overture thing that just fucking yeah. nails you in the face yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god! When you heard tsunami, was that the first thing you heard? Did yeah. you listen to it in yeah. order? We listened 30, to it. In order. Were you like, holy? He, he all in order. He sent a version. He sent one file. Yeah. He wow. Sent, when he sent it, it was just a forty-five minute file. It was a forty-five minute file <laughs> of all of everything all the way through. He didn't send it in. in no. Nope. Oh my god! That must have been amazing. I, was, yes. I think thirty seconds into tsunami, I called Pete and I was like, Pete. Did you listen yet? He's like, don't tell me. I'm like, dude, I'm like, when you get to, t-, and he's like, no, don't tell me. And I'm yeah. like, but then the piano said, he's like, shop, you're ruining it for me. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. I, cause you know, Christopher Young style, he has this amazing dark sound design. Yes. Experimental side. Yes. Right. But Christopher Young is a trained UCLA graduate mentored film composer and knows mm-hmm. how to orchestrate he's like lack of better description old school i mean he knows how to properly orchestrate and has the a great american songbook style whimsical you know that you hear in drag you know drag me to hell i love yeah. his sam you know, Hell, freaking yeah. hellraiser 2 yeah Hellbound. Yeah. it's like yep. the scariest music ever written yeah. yeah and then you look at sinister and sinister is like oh 
you know you know what he did sound like a like yeah electronic and dived in and ripped all these instruments apart correct me if i'm wrong didn't he say something like that he did stuff on this record that he he basically had been trying to do like he was able to try things on this record that he had always wanted to do but that no one would let him do yeah i believe it we said just do your thing yeah just do your thing and he was like are you sure He's like, are you sure? We're like, yes, just bring it. And I think because there was no picture, one of the things that he expressed, it was very freeing for him. Yeah. He wasn't locked to picture. Of course. Yeah. I can imagine that would be incredible as a a film composer. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. I got to know what your reaction was because mine was blown out of my chair for screaming my name. Oh my god! That well, I was gonna that, say that was I that's mean, the one that got like the biggest reaction. Yeah. yeah, and it's also the one that when we mixed it, blew speakers in the in the wow. in the movie chase. So well, it's because it's like there's yeah. orc, orc stabs like come out yeah. of nowhere. There's one, there's one part that he grouped everything together and then spins it around your head. Oh wow! And, then one, yeah. and when he grouped everything together, one of the speakers blew in the th- in the mix <laughs> room in the mix yeah. studio. Success! Yeah. Success! That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah. picturing oh. it like actually screaming light my, falling up. <laughs> I, I, think, I think screaming my name has raised its hand with most people as being the standout from the record. Yeah. I mean, because I think yeah. it, it exemplifies everything we're talking about, right? Yeah. A pop song mixed with a horror film. It's immersive. It goes off into these little sub quests. It's like an immersive experience, you know, being yeah. pulled out of the room into another adventure by an actor or something in the middle of it. It's so fucking great. And who sings on that? That's Ariana Grande. That's yeah. ironically wow. the same person singing on Skeleton Sam. Really? <laughs> wow. There's diversity for you. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's got range. She has huge range. What a talent. And then like yeah. tracks like Asylum and, and Sickness. So those are, are, are those are more so the, um, I guess, the sound design elements, the, the worlds in between things, more of that kind of nature. And mm-hmm. he just really went off all, all on his own and yeah. built yeah. these soundscapes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. God. And what's an interesting thing about it is one of the ways they approached, and I don't know what order they did it in, but if you listen to the soundscapes, you'll hear themes from those soundscapes in the so- proper yeah. songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they flow directly in, and sometimes it's there's a soundscape here, and then it's like, oh, what? why do I know that sound? Yeah. Like, oh, I heard it three right. tracks ago. It's like world you know? building. It's, yeah, it's yeah, world building it's, in yeah, the music. Weaving the stuff back together. So I don't know if he if he worked on the songs. It was like, oh, here's some motifs for these songs and then I'm going to take them back guys, and I'm going to put them Do you guys have a favorite of, do you have a favorite sound, like, like a Christopher Young moment? Not, from not one of our songs. From one of the interludes or one of the interstitials. I mean, Tsunami. Is yeah, just, Tsunami is just my, the opener. It's my, blew my insane. face off. My favorite but, is my favorite because it sounds like it sounds like Timbaland oh, right. is horror is Abaddon symbol. Oh yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Yes, yeah. Abaddon symbol like right. is like it's I'm so like, like amazing I'm looping I'm and like, shit going I'm like, on. I'm like I kind of want I kind of hope some rapper samples this. Yeah, it's like Trevor Horn it's meets so good. yes Timberland meets yeah yeah the art of noise yeah, like yes, all that yeah, yeah it is so cool so cool yeah. Abaddon symbol. I'm like man this is incredible and I love the name because. Uh, I love Hell House LLC. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Hell House yes. LLC? Yes. I even like the second one. People hate the second one. I fucking love the second one. Like some of the acting is campy, but it scares the living shit out of me, those movies. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's insane. Oh, wow. What is Christopher Young's kind of take? I mean, obviously he's not here, but what's his take from what you've, you know, the, was he at the listening party, for instance? Yeah. Is he, yeah, had yeah. he has a chance to experience it yeah. mixed in this way? Too? That yeah. was the first time he experienced it like that, yeah. too. And, and what was his reaction? His mind. Yeah. He was, he was amazed. He said he's yeah. never experienced anything like that. Yeah. yeah. And then we, we did a little Q&A afterwards, yeah. too, which is cool. We were able to talk to him about his process to people who were there and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Well, to use uh, virtual instruments, or was there any actual orchestra brought in on this? He, I mean, it sounds real. There's yeah. some there's some real instruments and s- lots yeah. of program stuff. But he we, he does have an orchestra that he works with in Poland for many of his films that have orchestration, it, which he was going to use. But he's, he said in his creative that he was very happy he didn't because he was able to go a lot for like what he was able to accomplish. He didn't think he'd be able to accomplish with an orchestra on the orchestration. <laughs> Wow. more freedom this way yeah more freedom like yeah i could i could sense that yeah. from some of the stuff because it's some of it's just like yeah he's such a master at taking acoustic instruments and mangling the shit out of them oh, with technology yeah. to make them mm-hmm. either unrecognizable or you know creating all new sounds i mean a lot of the stuff it sounded like there was sampled vocals that he was messing with too on like yeah. tsunami for instance I, well, I mean, I, I thought it was interesting that he said during our Q&A that, that all the TikTok stuff was him. Yeah, yeah. Really? I think like, he does a lot of stuff like... Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I think he picks up his phone when he's inspired and he like does voice notes. And then some of those, because some of that audio actually sounds like it might be voice notes that he's processed <laughs> outside of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to so something too. you were saying, Trevor, about um, about taking real instruments and mangling them on the song Cosplay... They overdu- overdubbed a violinist and the violin is playing this beautiful melody and then they have a, like a bit reduction uh, plug in or maybe up. they used hardware but it, and and it just decimates yeah. it and it's this beautiful instrument with this like kind of sorrowful melody and then it just starts mangling and it's just like this really amazing uh, you know juxtaposition of like a beautiful organic thing being digitized and being destroyed. And then coming back. It's very cool. God. Yeah, like he's a master. How do you guys, I mean, what do you do after, you know, for another album, for the follow up album, (laughs) after being through something like this? I don't know. What do you do? I mean, I don't think, obviously. It's our white album. Yeah. We we don't do do our black album. (laughs) But do you do something else completely, like, completely innovative in, in this spirit again? I don't think I don't think next. Mm. I think we let this. I think we. I think with this record, we'll we'll go and figure out what we're going to do with this record. Yeah, yeah. and continue build, to build, build on, upon it. It. Mm. You know, whether it's visual, whether it's IRL immersive, yeah, whether it's both, yeah, whether it's more of the you know Atmos listening experiences. Um, I think I think whatever we do next for next year will be in a parallel with what we do with Scream Warriors next year. Sure. I think we'll continue to build on Scream Warriors as its own entity, as its own asset companion to whatever we do. Yeah. And then we'll also deliver something new, new and different musically. Um, but, uh, it won't be this. It definitely deserves its moment. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really honestly feel like our fan base was like, whoa, (laughs) And, uh, new and, but we really made this for the spooky community and for the horror community. And I, I can tell you like our fans are like, yeah, we love Lovecraft. We put it on our Halloween parties, but this was like, I got so many messages and even on social media and personal messages from our, our spooky fam that was just like, 
this is like really took us to a place we didn't know you all were capable of and that like that's always really artistic are you offended by that (laughs) (laughs) i'm like really satiated by that you know that's like such a humbling like really wow that's you know just like amazing thing no no i'm i'm i i feel i feel honored by that too i i think but i do think that i do think it stands alone in its in its own thing and i think we'll i think we'll grow we're gonna grow scream warriors into something much bigger than it is right now sure but at the same time continue to deliver lovecraft music and i'm sure like whatever comes next from lovecraft is going to be influenced by the journey you took through this album i mean you're not going to come out the same after doing this there's no no way definitely not and that's that's really really exciting yeah yeah this is i mean god if you're listening right now in your headphones <laughs> go on over to wherever you get your music yeah. and and get this album and listen to it right now after after we finish this listen put this on and listen to it yeah but block it, out 45 minutes yeah block just, out for, yeah, yeah sit there and listen to the whole turn thing turn your phone off unless yeah. you're listening on your phone it's like a but don't no. look at it so I, so I did get it from you guys what is the best way to listen to this because People don't have surround sound. Maybe they have a you know a sound bar on the television, or they have the Apple you know the uh, what do you call it the uh, spatial spatial Air audio. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, you can listen to there. There's basically three ways to listen to it. You can listen to it in the full Atmos, which is basically you kind of need a movie theater or you need an Atmos <laughs> system for it right. to to have yeah. the full immersive experience. But uh, the way that that technology works is it also folds down into binaural, and so that's two ears, right? And and it. And it's fascinating and in, in it's highly uh, technical, but it does work much in the same way. So things that are panned behind you in the Atmos mix feel like they're behind you in the binaural mix. And it's different than the stereo mix. It is two channels. So, you know, you, if you have AirPods, you can, uh, you can do the binaural on Apple um, and and, or you can listen to it in stereo and just crank it up. Like anyway, it, I, it's, it's really, we made sure that it was, it was going to be, uh, visceral even if it was just a stereo yes Mm -hmm. yeah so it it really is kind of it really does scare you regardless yeah but if you have the opportunity to listen to it in a binaural or or, you know in a spatial audio situation situation Yeah. yeah Hey, we should call the Dolby Labs. What are they doing at this hour? Nothing, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could go to the Burbank Theater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, I mean, they threw Terrifier 2 in theaters. They got that, doesn't they have the Atmos uh, theater over at uh, the Terrif- AMC 16? Terrifier's and Atmos? No, they don't, but they have oh, the, they have an Atmos theater there. <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's why people are being Right, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they would be if they're listening to the new Lovecraft album in Atmos, yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Shit. All right, guys. Well, as we come to the end here, I want to go around the room and get from you guys and for everybody listening, uh, two movies oh, man. that <laughs> you recommend over the spooky season to everybody that they must see. Uh, I'm going to go first. Pearl. Uh, Pearl. Pearl. Damn good one. Pearl. And I mean, I might as well, I'm just going to stay on theme with Mia Goth and say X and Pearl. Okay. You know? Was there one you liked more than the other? Ooh, I maybe Pearl because I went into Pearl uh, not with no like I I didn't connect the dots like yeah. I didn't read all the hype I was like I'm going to see Pearl yeah. and then I was like wait a minute <laughs> then I was like oh this is the prequel to X and it just there was something about it that 
was surprising and awesome kind of going in dumb which i like to do when i see movies i really Amen. don't, I don't I, want to know anything i a thousand percent agree i had um, the same exact experience yeah and so yeah it was and, and so i don't know i really i really enjoyed it because i had already seen x right yeah. and so that you know whoops that gave me a little bit of a a boost there. But yeah, I would recommend seeing those. I don't know what order. But <laughs> Wait, what, what, what order are you right. supposed to watch it in? I mean, X Probably came out Pearl. first, right? Yeah, but Pearl then X. Yeah, and the timeline Pearl's first. Yeah, but. right. Yeah. I kind of want, I need to go Pearl's back and watch really X again now that I've seen done. Pearl to like tie it all back in. I feel like a, if you watch X first, it makes Pearl all the more surreal and bizarre. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Really that was, that was <laughs> my experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was so good. She's a amazing yeah she's she incredible. Really incredible i can't wait to see what you guys get from that maybe a big alligator or something <laughs> yeah, right? you guys have a bond <laughs> right <laughs> i think it we're, the dress. we're like they but filmed that word budapest or somewhere it's like somewhere yeah. no way really like yeah. somewhere crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. far wow. yeah 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 we've looked into it how about you deep cuts Ooh, I'm given for new horror Barbarian. I was totally blown mm, blown away. Yes. Justin fun. Long, you, dis- stole, you stole one of mine. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. No, but I'm sorry, I'll have but- two more. I'll have two more. Okay, okay. Have two more. <laughs> so Justin Long, I think, is the unsung hero of modern horror with Tusk. I mean, Drag <laughs> Me to Hell. I'm yeah. a big Drag Me to Hell fan. Drag Me to Hell rules. Is it's a. I feel like it's one of those movies that doesn't get. It, it, I actually talked to Christopher Young about it and he's like, it's so weird. You love that movie so much. Cause it wasn't this huge hit. You right, know what right. I mean? And I was like, I love that movie. I own it. And I watch it a, a really scary amount every year. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> barbarian leveled up every, at first I was like, okay, it's one of these movies. That's awesome. Like we're out at, I pick like it's fancy movie experience. I'm in. I pick rules. And then, uh, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? I was like, this is awesome. We're turning into the, the descent right. meets like Tusk yeah. meets like, I was just dying. I loved it. I loved how crazy it was. I loved how well done. I loved the music supervision. Um, right. And then I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but black devil doll from hell <laughs> is the most terrifying weird black thing. devil doll from i've talked I, to you about i this, think right? yeah i remember yes. this yeah it was like an independent movie right i, I don't was even it straight know to video you, like it was yeah, filmed yeah, on yeah. video right yeah VHS. 80, early 80s south side of chicago vhs is it on youtube like it is, it is now right I, I i we've talked about it before because and it it's on if you go into horror film archive books like here are all the four horror films and all the background information that one is always no one knows anything about this thing oh, and it is amazing bizarre and it is unsettling <laughs> in a way where i'm just like i have to like legitimately take a bath after i'm just like i'm like troubled because it's so weird oh, wow <laughs> i'm just gonna leave it there all right that's yeah, just, those are classic. great all right so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go more le- i'm gonna do less Hardcore horror, just because. Hocus Pocus Two, yeah. Hocus Pocus Two, it's a great one. Halloween Hocus Town, Hocus Pocus, no, Hocus Pocus Two, great, uh, great soundtrack. Amazing, uh, amazing. Yeah, soundtrack. amazing. It's, it's about thirteen, 13 minutes in. Yeah. Song, a really good song that plays. Right. No, um, uh, TV. Like I know we're talking about films, okay, but I think that there's been a lot of TV series that yeah, are, that been. have been amazing. So like. 
Right now, we had talked about earlier um, watching Midnight Club, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, watching the new interview with a vampire, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, this is going to be very campy and corny, but I uh, watched every, I, when it was on. I watched every episode of Supernatural. So the Winchesters started tonight. Oh, oh cool. for anybody who's into that sort of thing, I never I fell into the world I know, of Supernatural. I know, I know. I'm, getting, I'm getting my eyes rolled by the people <laughs> at the left, but I like I like that stuff. So. Uh, uh, I'm excited to see the winters. I'm also excited to see American Horror Story NYC, which mm-hmm. comes out very yes. shortly as yeah. well. Um, and I and I liked American Horror Stories, which I, I ended up finishing the other day. Their new season of that, their short mm. stories, which is like their uh, Twilight Zone vibes. Oh, that's awesome! Nice. I haven't so, seen. So they're like yeah, sta- yeah, yeah. they're like standalone episodes. Oh, yeah. that's that's great. Uh, and sometimes they like um, like tap into some of the characters from previous American Horror Story seasons, but it's mostly standalone episodes. I love that it's standalone because then it's it's less intimidating to dive yeah. into, right? Yeah, Because yeah. like you don't have to follow the whole thing, right? But it's American Horror Stories, so each one is its fully contained story. That's awesome. Nice. Have you guys been into? Did you guys ever get into Servant M Night Shyamalan's oh, yeah. series? I did, yeah. But can I, I lost that. I couldn't hear. So so um, it was when. We started watching it when my wife was pregnant. Oh, oh no! no. It's a whole yeah. other show. It was yeah. like, so, yeah. a we, whole other we, show. We stopped watching it yeah. because yeah. Of, because of that, and yeah. and never came back. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I've I was like, that show. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, 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 though. <laughs> awesome guys. Well, I mean, we've kept you for like forever. It feels like. Um, thank you again for coming. Thank you for doing what you do. And thanks for making this incredible album and experience for us with Scream Warriors. Yeah. You guys are the best. Everybody listening, check out Scream Warriors right now. Follow Lovecraft, whoever. What's the the, the URL? LV, uh, spell it, someone else. LVCRFT.net. There we go. There we go. Nice. And uh, yeah, and if you're in the LA area, Shacktoberfest, man. Shacktoberfest. <laughs> Come see yeah. Skeleton Sam. Come hang. We'll be there every night. Come yeah, <laughs> hang out with Skeleton Sam. Yeah. Take a picture. Thank awesome, you. you. Thank guys. you, Boo Crew. Hey, yeah. of course. Boo anytime, crew. anytime. Lowcraft are our house band. Yes. <laughs> and that was the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 358. Special thanks to our guests, Deep Cuts, Lil Pumpkin, and Norman Crates from Lovecraft. Follow them at Lovecraft Official. That's L-V-C-R-F-T Official. And at time of release, you can get their new album, Scream Warriors, the most terrifying album ever made. Everywhere now and at Lovecraft.net. Production tracks for this episode provided by the fabulous folks at Powerman 5000 Incorporated Music from Lovecraft. Till next time, this is Trev. And on behalf of myself, Lauren and Leo, it is the Boo Crew saying, Sweet Screams. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at TalesFromTheBoo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand. And sliced by Trevor Shan. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Bye. The Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network, home of the Boo Crew. For horror-centric interviews, SCP archives, weekly full-cast storytelling, horror queers, genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective, and creepy or disturbing and terrifying creepy pastas. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts.